everyone. This is the KOW Philly Soccer Show. I'm KOW's Greg Willandini. And I am Philly Soccer Patriot. And two in a row for the Philadelphia Union. Two yeah, wins in a row. How about it? In a, an absolute 4 nothing thumping down in D.C. Uh, yeah, great win against the, one of your toughest rivals on the road. Four guys get on the score sheet, and they do it with style. Yeah, do it with style. Uh, we're going to talk to one of those guys. Uh, so uh, why don't we get into it with Fafa Picot? All right. Talk about you know these last two, these last couple games. You know we all know we've been talking about the tough start the Union had, but you know you're unbeaten in four, but two straight wins, shutouts, seven goals over the last two games. What's what's the kind of feeling in the locker room right now? Um, it's a good feeling right now. Um, we have a like we said before, we said it in preseason and even recently. Uh, we have a great roster. We have a great group of guys, good chemistry. Um, so, I mean, we didn't doubt ourselves for for a moment, and and we still don't. You know, it's uh, we've stuck together through the hard times, definitely, uh, which were in the beginning of the season, and now we're we're at a point where we're doing a lot better these past four games. Um, I think it's the last three games with uh, shutouts, um, or the last three games where we've. Uh, well, last four games where we've come away with uh, uh, with results. So um, we knew what we were capable of, and we still know. So it's not really uh, nothing new to us. We just have to continue doing it and continue working together as a group throughout the weeks to to get results in the weekend. Hey, Fava, this is Mike from Philly Soccer Page. Uh, so, can you tell us a little bit about your your uh, trajectory to the Philadelphia Union? You know, you came in in the off season. Um, and uh, you played in Germany the last little bit. So, so tell us how you got here. Um, it came through. I mean, I I still had a time on my contract with St. Pauli another uh, two years, I believe it was, and I just wanted to. I was looking for a switch. There were still uh, quite a few possibilities in Europe between first and second division in some places, um, and I did play a half a year with Olka Niklov. Mm-hmm. Um, at strikers and he gave me a call and um and I spoke to him I spoke to Ernie spoke to to Chris spoke to Jim came in and um I was excited about coming back home especially being on the east coast not far from my family which is maybe something I've I needed and uh we spoke well we spoke to my agent and uh did everything possible to make the deal happen and uh it went through and and that's what got me here so you, your playing time's kind of been gradually growing through the uh, through the season. You didn't see too much of the field early on, and Jim started using you more and more as a sub, uh, kind of you know getting your speed out there to to put pressure on tired defenses. And the last few games, you've been getting the start. Can talk about that process a little bit. You know how how you've kind of been just kind of chipping away and getting more and more playing time. I mean, um, it goes back to you know coming in through a transfer uh, at a strange time because the European season we started back in started a preseason back in end of June I believe so it's kind of extended long year for me and then I went on a a small winter uh, break and then the transfer happened I missed almost all of preseason with some injuries so I went from being extremely game fit to um, injured and not game fit and a lot of traveling and just trying to get back into the group and in the groove um, and I just had to to trust the coaching staff and um, give myself time uh, to break in. And, of 
course, it was frustrating. I missed a lot of games, and I was coming in just for a few minutes. And, you know, it's difficult as a player, especially as a competitor. Um, but, you know, you you just wait it out. You put the extra hours in. And uh, now the, the minutes have increased a lot, and I'm feeling a lot better physically. Still increasing and still a lot of improvement, but um, I feel a lot better. Um, I think it's I've been able to do a small tad of what I'm capable of, and I look forward to increasing also my performances, obviously, to help the team uh, continue its success. So you get you get the goal against DC this weekend. It was a, it was an absolutely terrific finish. Um, can you talk us uh, talk us through the goal this weekend? And uh, I noticed you you ran over to the the sideline to celebrate. So talk us through the goal and talk us through the celebration. Um, well, Harris, uh, first of all, when he picked it up, I just wanted to put myself in a spot um, where I could try to bend it back post. I tried it early on in the game. I think in the first few minutes. Um, didn't get enough lift on it. And then the second half, I had one that uh, barely grazed on the net, on the top net. So I thought I'd put myself in that position again. Harris uh, made a beautiful fake uh, and then played it with the outside foot. And I was already lining up uh, before the ball came. I was just lining up to try to swing it back post and hopefully catch a bill off guard, which did, and and it went in. Um, And the celebration of... I mean, honestly, it was, it was the third goal, and I felt like that helped uh, put DC out of uh, possibility to come back. It was just a, a team effort, you know. Um, just wanted to run over to the bench. We're we're a good group of uh, buddies, so mm-hmm. just wanted to celebrate all of us together and um, brought some of the guys on the field and off the field together. And just a basic celebration, nothing crazy. Not what I usually would would do, but uh, right. Wait, 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 what <laughs> was, would you uh, normally nice do? Uh, let, let, we got to get into that now. What what would be the normal celebration? Uh, what can we expect next time? Uh, I get I get nothing crazy, but it wasn't my my signature celebration. <laughs> um, well, we're looking for uh, yeah. Hopefully, 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 uh, the yeah. goals will continue, and I could get in a better groove and uh, and get to that. But uh, I I thought it was just appropriate for the time, um, being that we fought a lot. Um, and worked in difficult yeah. situations and together uh, we've put in a lot of hours together and and we've dealt with a lot so um it was a good time to celebrate together so uh, a little later in the game fabian herbers he scored a really nice goal too you guys giving each other a hard time a little bit uh, who, who scored a better goal whose goal whose goal was nicer or uh anything like that uh yeah I mean, <laughs> right after the game on the bus i thought his goal was ugly <laughs> but it was obviously a nice goal. I thought mine was nice as well. I mean, Harris's was beautiful. Right. He's got a nice uh, gliding header on it. So you know, uh, just poke fun. It's, right. it's good banter when it's when it's positive banter. You know, so I I thought I'd bug him, but he told me the same. He said yours was ugly as well. <laughs> it was nice. So uh, what's it like coming back? You know, you played in NASL. I think down with the Rowdies. Then you went over to Europe. You know, you're, you banged around Europe a little bit in the Czech League and uh, and in Germany. Uh, what, what's the biggest difference coming back to the states? And what, what kind of what have you brought back from Europe? You think that that's kind of helping your game? Um, I'd say in general, uh, the tactical awareness uh, is a bit different. Uh, the tactical game over there is different. Also, I spent my first four to five years of my career in Italy before coming back to the states, mm-hmm. so. It's been a lot of bouncing around, and I've tried to just take um, bits and pieces from everywhere I've played. Um, every league in Europe is extremely different. 
the German league is very physical. The Italian one, where I did most of my learning, I guess you'd say, and experience um, and uh, education would be uh, an extremely tactical league. Um, the Czech, we had good players that were all in the national team for Czech Republic. So um, try to blend a bit of it all. The MLS is is quite physical, um, and you have a lot of blend of different teams with different I and mean, just a lot of talents. Uh, a bit spread out across the league, so um, all the leagues are really different. And just trying to take the bits, the best bits and pieces from each league uh, to better my game and be able to help the help teams uh, in different ways. In my last team, I was playing striker, but it was a very uh, physically demanding league, um, and we've had some tough games against first and second division German teams where you've had to do a lot of work even as a striker. So. I think that's helped me going forward as a player and um, should be useful for our team here in Philadelphia. We've, we've heard a lot from, uh, from Jim and Ernie about sticking to the formation that they have here in Philadelphia. And you're kind of asked to play in that, that outside role in this formation. Can you tell us a little bit about what, what Jim is telling you, what, what your role is in this, this group? You know, is, it, is it to get down the wing? Is it to serve the ball up? Is it to score goals? Tell us where you fit in. Um, I mean, I'd say my role is to to stay organized, obviously, within the group. And um, what I like is I'm able to kind of be free offensively. I don't have just do this and do that uh, type of role. It's pretty free. Um, get in behind defenders, mix it up, and kind of just do my thing. Um, the, the most important is being in the right spots on the field. And um, that also comes from knowing your teammates having confidence in where they're going to be to know where to place yourself. Um, but in general, I feel that I, I have quite a bit of freedom off that left side. Um, when I do get out of uh, position, if I did make a long run or hard sprint, um, I don't know if it's it's pretty obvious. I think uh, CJ a lot of times slides over and helps me a lot on that aspect. So um, I think the understanding is growing tremendously and um, – I think all of us have different roles, obviously, and uh, we're starting to understand each other's roles, and that's going to be a big positive going forward. So tomorrow uh, or Wednesday, whenever whenever anybody's listening to this, um, you guys have uh, Houston coming in. They're, last I looked, at the top of the Western Conference. Pretty decent team coming into town, um, and you know it's a short week and all that. How how are you guys getting ready for uh, for Houston? Um, I'd say just doing the little things, you know, off the field, especially resting correctly, eating correctly, um, paying attention to film and, uh, just not putting too much pressure on yourself either. You know, we had a short, uh, short few days between games. And now the main thing is to not too much, put too much pressure on ourselves, but also be prepared for the game tomorrow. Houston is a good team. Um, and we are doing well at the moment. So we want to continue that by sticking to our game and, and not thinking too much of what they're going to do and uh, bring the game to them in our way, especially playing at home. One of the things that's really seemed to, to jumpstart the team over the last couple of games is the, the relationship between uh, Harris and uh, Alabadoya in the, the midfield. What is your relationship with, with those two guys, and how big is it for them to, to sort out the, the center of the field for all you guys to get forward? Oh, it's it's very good. Um, I think uh, their chemistry has also been growing over the games. Um, 
especially with the roles that uh the role that Al is playing now um and Hal and Harris with his uh with his distribution and and uh picking out players um Ali was my uh was actually the captain on my national team debut um and then he was captain here on my first game with Philly so um gotten to know him and how he is as a character and a person both on and off the field a bit so you know I think all these small things are important in in gaining confidence with your teammates and and having them in the middle of the field that pair um we know what we're going to get from Ale he's going to work up and down the field and he's going to going to fight um and Harris is definitely going to be looking to pick out passes and has very good vision so um I mean it's it's a no-brainer you know what you have to do off on the wings uh, to get open and and hope that ball comes and try to put yourself in spots where where you can receive the ball and be effective offensively. Uh, so before we wrap you up, we always like to have a little fun with the new guys and ask you, you know, who who uh, who's the guy, the players you liked watching growing up, and what teams did you uh, did you follow growing up, and who like like influencing uh, influence your game? Um, uh, I'd say in Europe, it's uh, there was a few players. Uh, I guess the typicals. Thierry Henry, um, Tino Spria, the Colombian, mm-hmm. um, Zidane, Ronaldinho, and of course for American players, he's like my, he's, I call him my big bro, um, Beasley. Uh, cool. <laughs> so that's kind of uh, fun that we're playing against yeah. each other tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be my first time. Uh, we've already spoken, so I mean I'm pretty excited about that. That's cool. Um, he was definitely a, a guy I looked up to for everything he's done in his career as an American soccer player. What did you say? What did you say to Demarcus before this one? Nothing big, just normal <laughs> talk. Uh, just uh, you know, when are you coming to town? It's going to be nice to see you, and uh, typical stuff that we'd always talk about. Um, but I'm just excited to see him because we haven't seen each other for a while, and um, excited to play against him, of course. And of course, we want the three points, so I'm not going to wish him too much luck. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Fafa, I want to thanks, uh, thank you for uh, joining us tonight. You know, night before a game, now you need you. You want to kind of chill out and get some rest before uh, before the big game. But you know, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on the first goal, and uh, we hope to see see a bunch more. Thank you very much. Take, thanks, Fafa. Thank you, and thank you guys for having me. No problem. Take care, man. All right. Have a good day. Uh, Fafa Pico. Yeah, it was a good talk. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah, hear his energy. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. A, he's an energy player. At least that's kind of how they were using him early on. Get out there, use your speed, pin pin defenders back. Now he's kind of, you know, he really worked his way into the into the eleven. Yeah, you know, I think it it, it took a little bit of time, and uh, you know, I, I it's it's been a little bit of up and down since he's been here. But uh, you know, I thought the the game against DC was his. Uh, best game of the season, oh, far shoulders, away. Yeah, uh, shoulders, not, yeah. I mean, outside of the goal too. I mean, I thought he could have scored again. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, just a uh, forced a fantastic save with the header. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, personally, I'm a I'm a short person, so I lo- <laughs> I love to see the little guys getting in the end of the the crosses in the box yeah, and forcing right. forcing saves from the keeper with the header. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, he he was he really impressed, and uh, we talked early a little bit about his game before. Yeah, he's got the speed, and he's getting behind. We're not, we weren't seeing the end product, and was hearing him talk. He wasn't quite sharp yet, and it took a while to get back into into uh, uh, game fitness. Yeah, and it seems to be kind of starting to click for him. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think uh, moving Chris Pontius out to the right and uh, yeah. freeing up the left side for Fafa to to run down. Uh, I think it's I think it's been really good for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought I thought because. Uh, 
was improved against Red Bulls, and I thought he was fantastic against DC. You know, I thought Chris Pontius has certainly grown into the the role coming off the right side. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think that that's been a move that's been fantastic for both of them. Pontius has really, uh, you know, kind of take opened up a lot more. I, I, I think you've seen him cut in, get onto his left foot from the right side, and get some space doing that and taking shots. So you hope, you know, he had a ton of goals last year. You know, you hope he starts getting in, into the goals again soon. Yeah, you know, I thought that that was that was the best the best take that we could take a, take away from the DC game too is that the the, the guys that scored the goals in that game, mm-hmm. you know, all, all guys we've been we've been hoping would get on the the score sheet. Yeah. This season, you, know, you get a goal from Fabian, you get a goal from Fab- uh, Fafa, you get a goal from uh, Gucci Hanyewu, which was wow. yeah, that's added added <laughs> bonus. You know, when your your defenders are scoring. So, but and, you know, you know, you you've, we've had a little bit of luck with uh, with CJ scoring as many goals as mm-hmm. he has this year, and I you know I think he's been very good going forward. You know, to get all these the, the rest of these guys firing though, you know, I think that that's what yeah. that's what's going to make uh, a huge difference. And even though he didn't score, I mean, Jim Curtin said today, you know, CJ had a really really big game against DC, yeah. and I'm sure you know, like, and he didn't get a goal, but I'm sure he's happy to see four of the guys go. Oh yeah, takes, you know, you have to think so. Yeah, it takes a little pressure off you, and then yeah. if other guys are scoring as a striker. You know, defenders have to start worrying about the other guys a little yeah. more. It gives you a little more space. Oh, and one of my favorite things about all those goals is the the distance they came from. Uh, oh, yeah. How how many times in a union game have you seen guys uh, netting from it's, outside the eighteen yard box like been, the way that those guys did? It's been a long time since we had guys that shoot from distance. Yeah. Now we got a couple of them. I mean, we're, you, we're, you look at that goal from Harris. I mean, that's that's thirty yards yeah. at least. Uh, and, and we said beforehand, and I stick to this. I, I still think the Lamid has to come up with that save. He, he probably should. But, I, I mean, he might have been a little surprised it was coming at him. Yeah, and, I mean, but that, that said, it's that's an absolute hit from Harris. It is, and uh, he, and he's he's been crank, he's been cranking shots all year, and you just mm-hmm. had a feeling something was going to break through, and and it was such a nice goal. Yeah, you know, and then for for him to to to, to grab the assist on top mm-hmm. of that too. I mean, he, he came through and 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 leaves and bounds in that game. I thought that was that was his best game of the season. And yeah. he's had a couple where we thought he was the best player on the field, but I I really think that that was his best full full game of the season. Yeah, it was. It, it was it was just an impressive win and I I've talked a lot. Maybe I put too much emphasis on this that the union kind of have to go out there and like impose their style, impose their will on a team. And I think that was, you know, as pretty much what they did against DC. Yeah, no, I think you know, I think uh, Ali said it a couple of weeks ago. You know, they, they needed a, a game where they come out and when they, yeah. they won four nil. So I mean, to, to build on the the, uh, the game against Red Bulls or even mm-hmm. win three nil and come out and win four nil on the road. That's right. that's, that's massive. Uh, I mean, we and we can't we can't go through this and not mention how complicit DC was in this game. They very much were. I mean, I think that, that was about the worst performance I've seen in MLS this season. A lot, lot, of, lot of head scratchers, including uh, Ben Olsen out-coaching himself, I think. Yeah, a couple you know, of defensive just, subs when you're you've yeah. been spanked. Um, and, and the cost of it just a boneheaded red card. Yeah, yeah. I was... I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I mean, that's a terrible foul to, to make ter- in front of the referee. I mean, right. if you if you want to think that you were fouled before that, you know, I I, I thought maybe mm-hmm. uh, it was Gooch that came through the back a little bit there. Yeah, and, I thought, you, you know, know, if we, you want to be frustrated that yeah. there's not a foul call there, you can be, but you can't get up and do that. No, you can't. I mean, that was I mean that was a textbook red card. That was intent. You know, it didn't go for the ball at all. Yeah. I mean, he went right at the man, and he was you know. And, 
He like was late. He was high. They were right in front of the ref. And I, I think I, I forget the off the top of my head who the ref was. I don't think he did a spectacular job in that game. I think he went to the he went to the book way no, too like early. Chris Penso. Oh, Penso, right, right. Penso went. I think oh, he went. Yeah, right, two, two, three yellow cards in the first what fifteen minutes yeah, of the game. Yeah, he, he really he really can't do that. I mean, or you shouldn't. I don't think any of those, you know. You, probably should have been yellow cards. How, how deep of a breath did you take when you saw Fabinho go to the, go to ground in the box at the beginning of the second half? Man, oh man! And, 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 <laughs> On a yellow card, that was close. Yeah, and I th- I think you know if maybe that yellow card didn't happen earlier, that might have been a different call. I think you could kind of see the wheels turning in Penso's head, and that he he kind of stepped in it a little bit, throwing those cards so early, and he yeah. didn't, and he all of a sudden, well, me, I really don't want to affect the game that much, so he kind of <laughs> kind of yeah. let things go. So, uh, you know, it was, it was just kind of a weird game from the ref uh, in that, uh, from that standpoint. And, and uh, the other important thing is, uh, and I said this a couple weeks ago, we're seeing Andre Blake of last year again, and he's making saves, and he's confident, and he's commanding his box, you know, distribution again. He had a couple shaky kicks out of the box, yeah. but you know, if he's if he's pitching shutouts, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of live with it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was terrific. Um, I'd lo- I'd love to get your opinion on this this back four that they've rolled out the last two games. Um, you know, I think uh, J- Jim is a big big uh, com- uh, proponent of uh, sticking with that back four mm. when you when you when you win and when you pitch a clean sheet, which this this group has done twice in a yeah. row. And I admire them for it, but I don't want to see it again on Wednesday. Um, I th- you're gonna. You think? You I think. think so? I, I I think. I don't want to R- see it. Again. Ray's gonna start, I, and I agree with you. You know, and it's, it's it's tough to sit here coming. You know, I mean, we we I said it last week. You know, but before the game on Saturday, that I thought we should have saw Keegan start start the game against Red Bulls, and mm-hmm. he didn't. Um, and you bring Ray back to to start against um, DC down in DC, and they, they pitched the clean sheet. I thought Ray was okay. Yeah, you know Ray was right. I, I, I mean, Ray's right. He is what he yeah. is. I just, I, you know, I just, I go back to the the upside with Keegan Rosemary. Yeah, it's, it's and, much higher. And Jim Curtin said, you know, Keegan's he's the he's the right back of the future, and I disagree with him partially. I think he's the right back of the future, but I think he's the right back of the present. Yeah, I think so as too. well. Um, and then we're gonna sit here, you know. Yeah, we can't kill the team too badly. I mean, I don't want to complain too much after yeah, a 4-0 I mean, win. But yeah, 4-0 win, 3 I'm clean I'm going to complain sh- a little bit. That's what we yeah, do well, that's what we do. That's <laughs> what we're here. Three clean sheets, you know, they're unbeaten in four and all that. And Jim's going to, you know, ain't broke, don't fix it. So I I, I think we're going to see that back four. And uh, Jack Elliott is the biggest surprise to me. I mean, he, yeah, he, you know, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You know, we thought that you know Jack was a was, yeah. was a nice surprise and one of the the guys that was playing really well along the back line that was not playing especially well early in the season. Um, yeah, what, I mean, the partnership with Gooch is 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 pretty good. Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> he's he's Elliot on Yewu, the the center back pairing that we all thought we would have sure, at the beginning of the season. Sure, why not? <laughs> Uh, he's he's getting stronger. I think every every game he's confident. He's he's, he's pretty good on the ball. Um, he he see, doesn't seem to get too flustered by anything. He he really no, he doesn't. You know, he, he's positionally well. He plays well. I mean, he, you don't see him get kind of pulled around too much. It's 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 early. He's a rookie, and you know you're gonna start getting into the dog days soon. You know, we're gonna get ninety degrees at, at 
Yeah. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> Wednesday. I mean, it's it's funny. You know, of, you, of, course, you, of course, you welcome Houston into a game. Right, where, you right. know, It's not been warm. All you season. can't win. They either go from twenty degrees to ninety degrees. There's no. <laughs> they, have, they haven't had kind of like an in between game yet. But uh, but anyway. So he's he's you're cautiously optimistic with him that he's a lower pick, but he's he looks like he's got a lot of the tools you need out of your center back. Yeah, no, I've I've, I've been immensely impressed with him this season. You know, I, yeah. I think he he's done a lot of the things that we we uh, we lauded Yarrow for last mm-hmm. year. As, you mm-hmm. know, I thought we, he's been reliable in the air. Uh, he's been good passing out of the back, which I think is huge because you, you don't really rely on uh, on Richie for that, and you no. don't rely on Gooch for that. Um, so you know, I, th- I think the passing out of the back has been has been a bonus to his game. Um, for sure, for sure. How nice was it to see a, a center back get up and grab a goal this week too? Oh, that was great. Yeah, you know, I'm, you know, I always say I played I played in high school. I was a lousy soccer player. I make no illusions to any of my talent, but I was a defender, so I like seeing defenders score yeah. and get up there. And <laughs> no, I, you know, I just I think that's 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 something that wasn't coming. You know, the, the last couple of weeks for yeah. the union is you know they weren't getting much out of. Just about anybody besides CJ Sapon. Right. So to see to see four different guys score uh, on Saturday, and especially to see Gooch come up and and and, and, yeah. and and just absolutely own the box on that corner kick too. Yeah, I mean, totally. you can't you can't have too many complaints about that. Totally. For, for yeah, I mean fans. it was you know as as good a win as you're going to get from any t- you know from this team. I mean yeah. it was just you know stem to stern. They pretty much own the game. Um, so what, what do we think of uh, Elsino in the middle there? Uh, you know, I you know I think we talked about this uh, last week too. I think the the bar is low <laughs> for uh, the number ten position. Uh, I thought El Senior did a couple of really nice things. You know, I thought he got on the ball pretty well. Yeah, especially uh, second half, like late first half. half into the second half. I thought. Uh, you know, I saw, I, I saw Adam talked about this in his uh, his analysis piece for Philly Soccer Page, and I saw a pe- couple of people disagree that. He was maybe a little bit too excited in the the final third and mm-hmm. wasn't able to complete that final pass. And I think that's that's really what's missing from this team yeah. still is that that uh, being uh, comfortable in the final third and, and picking out a teammate and making the right decision. Um, I think he got away with a little bit this week because the, the Union scored four goals. So we, yeah. can't, we can't be complaining about the offense all that much. Um, but you know, I thought you know two three times he got he broke. Broke forward at that DC back line and then kind of froze up in the the situation and, and didn't pick out the right pass. Um, I do think you got a little bit more out of him than than you were getting out of Roland Albert the last couple of games, just in terms of the the amount of field that he covered yeah, and, and just where being he on popped the ball. up and getting on the ball. Yeah, and just being on the ball, yeah, I agree. Like having somebody at that spot just being on the ball. I think I think is nice. And yeah, he 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 didn't you know he wasn't able to make that final pass and. That's still lacking on this team. I, I can't point to anybody that could really do it for them right now. But the fact that he was able to kind of get on the ball and spend time on the ball and you know try to direct traffic a little bit. I mean, nobody else was doing that. Even you know, Albrecht certainly wasn't doing it. Bedoya, I mean, it's not his game. He he hadn't been doing it. So to have somebody at least do that. Yeah, nice. yeah, you know, I, I thought it was really positive. Uh, and, and if we're talking about central midfielders, I thought, you know, Ali Bedoya over the last two games has been immense. Yeah. I thought I thought he was absolutely terrific in D.C. You know, I thought he did a great job breaking up play. I, did a, I thought he did a great job uh, shuttling the ball between defense and offense when the union had it. Um, and I, I think that that is as big as uh, a thing that you can point to in terms of the success of the number ten position as anything else is mm-hmm. that Ali Bedoya is really succeeding in the eight. 
Yeah, and I, th- I think him and uh, Harris are really playing off each other well. Yeah, I, thought, I mean, that I was think, Harris's best defensive game yeah. by a long mile. And, and, I I, and I think that now that they are kind of comfortable with each other, they have that relationship, they can communicate, um, good things can happen. And, you know, Harris could be better spots defensively because he knows where Alley's going to be and, and vice versa. And like they kind of know where they're going to, each other is going to be, and you know they're able to kind of, kind of boss that central spot now. Those central spots now. So. I, I, I thought I thought that they really bossed it against DC. Yeah, I thought the DC midfield had no answer for the Union. No, they really didn't. And you know, and it's coming off a game where uh, you know Bedoya did the same thing against New York, where you know he was able to kind of mark Clayston uh, pretty much out of the game. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Houston coming into town. Yeah, no, that's, that's that should be a really interesting test. You know, I thought, you know, I thought, you know, the win against Red Bulls is nice, but it's Red Bulls coming off uh, yeah. a three three game week. Um, a win away to DC is, you know, it's always nice to win on the road. Yeah. But I thought DC was about as bad as we've seen the team perform in MLS this season. So I think uh, Houston should be an interesting test coming into yeah to town tomorrow. They're, they're coming off a win at home against Vancouver. They're top of the uh, West. It's funny. You look at the West and it looks upside down. Yeah. With, with Seattle and L.A. towards the bottom and, you know, Houston up top. Houston yeah. has had a rough, really rough couple of years changing coaches and all that. Yeah. And they're starting to get it together. I think they're playing, you know, pretty organized soccer. And, and, and so it should be – it's it's a test because it's a team, I think, that has probably more confidence than the last two teams you saw. Yeah, I think uh, so, for sure. So – it's a team. I think they they feel probably they probably feel like they could bring bring their game on the road. You know. Radio. I'm going to be interested to see how a team comes into talent on Wednesday too after the Union has won two games. You know, yeah. I think I think we've seen you know going back to the the three game homestead. Um, you you saw a Portland team come in here pretty confident and kind of control the game. Mm-hmm. I thought you saw NYCFC come into to Philadelphia without as much fear as teams have in the past. Um, and it, this is a really good Houston team. This is about as good yeah. as Houston team as we've seen in the last couple of years. So I, I'm interested to see how they come into talent. Are they yeah. gonna Are they gonna hang out and kind of uh, wait behind the ball a little bit, or are they gonna kind of want to play their game too? You know, talent, I think that'll say a lot about where the union is right yeah, now. Yeah, talent, talent hasn't really been Fort Knox yet. Yeah. And I know that's something Jim wants and has said it. Said, and they were a really good home team last year, probably the best home team they've been in their history yeah. last year. And I know they want to get that back. I and agree. they, they want to they make talent a tough place to play. And, you know, they, they don't want teams to come in here and push them around. So. They're as confident. I mean, I, I thought that second half, you just saw a spring in that st- in their oh, step yeah. where they were moving around the field and moving off the ball. So this team is as confident as we've seen them yet this season. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't think Fabian Herbert scores that goal <laughs> late on if they're not feeling pretty no, good. No, absolutely not. So with you know, and, and as a coach, you got to kind of manage that a little bit. You know, you say, hey, we haven't, you know, we've done this, but we haven't done much yet. So we got to. You know, you guys gotta you gotta manage that the expectation, I mean, not the expectations, but you don't want the guys to get too high. But this could be a tough spot for Houston to come into. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, I think it can be. You know, I'm I, I'm I'm honestly fascinated to see how Houston approaches the game. Yeah, for sure. And we had uh, I know you put it out to Twitter for uh, questions. We got one 
Uh, one question. Uh, you know, like, I just, my phone I, I mean, you know, I just did it a couple was, of minutes we signed, ago. We signed yeah. a little later. You know, we yeah. tried to do a little earlier. Get, but, get your uh, questions in t- today for next week, I yeah. guess. So <laughs> there, there you go. We're not that organized. No, absolutely <laughs> not at all. Uh, we got uh, from Jarrett Rumster at Jammer1508 on Twitter. Uh, is the current team form enough to bring sellouts back to talent, or does this have to be sustained for that to happen? I think it has to be sustained a little bit longer. I yeah, I think it's a. I think I think it's a it's a step in the right direction for sure. Uh, and it's it's certainly better to win two games in a row than to to, to keep losing. But um, and I think it's you know it's it's a little bit of a trust issue. It's like yeah, with, with the team. It's because this you know these fans have been through so much, and we know that. And yeah, you know uh, I, th- I think you have a really good opportunity this week too with uh, with two home games in yeah. quick succession. You know I think you ha- you have a tough Houston team coming in. You have mm. a a relatively poor Colorado team yeah. coming on Saturday. Really bad Colorado I team. Mean, I and you look at the table though. I mean. You didn't win two games in a row. You're right back in the thick of yeah. things in the, the Eastern Conference. You know, I think uh, it puts mm. it puts you level on points with Red Bulls. Yeah, um, I think it puts you over a number of teams. Yeah, because you know Montreal. I mean, they got they, you know got the draw here, but they're they're kind of scuffling a bit. Atlanta's come back to earth. Yeah, uh, Red Bulls is kind of in the middle there. They're they're it's, a, they're, it's, a, it's interesting to see. Like uh, I think you know the Union win tomorrow. Union win on Saturday. They're they're ahead of Atlanta mm-hmm. in the in the table. And I think a, a lot of people looked at Atlanta this year as a team that was going to come into the league, um, basically as an MLS 3.0 team, right. as saying like we're we're here to stake our place in our first season. And maybe it's not been quite that so far. No, they. I mean, they really they jumped out early and they were high flying and scored a lot of goals. But they're still an expansion team, and this isn't. Was it ninety uh, seven when Chicago came in and was able to win the league? Ninety seven, ninety eight. Um, yeah, I don't think you could do that in MLS anymore. I think no, the, I the th- teams I are too good. Yeah, and it's you know, too deep. I think I think it's going to be you know Atlanta is going to be an interesting case study for the league uh, mm-hmm. when you're looking in September and October this year, right? To see where they end up, to see how they've played, to see uh, where they are in the table, yeah. um, because I think a lot of people have expected a lot from them. They, you know, they have a they have a big payroll, they have uh, some quality players, right, yeah. they they have the the, the infrastructure Super, stuff yeah, sorted out, really really good coach and all that, and. But you're, you're, you could have all that, but you're still an expansion team, and, and you're still an expansion team in MLS. Yes, which is a, a whole <laughs> other arena. Exactly, exactly. So, excuse me. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with them. But uh, yeah, it's exciting. It, it's good times again for the, for the Philadelphia. Oh Union, man, this is this is this is a lot more fun than it has been the last couple of weeks. Hasn't yeah. No. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah. Please. Uh, it's 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 great to talk about wins. We want to talk about wins. We do. It makes yeah. it, it makes it more fun for all yeah. of us. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so I think we'll uh, probably wrap it up on that. Unless you got something else. Uh, I have to. I have to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Can, can I talk about one thing? Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so if you guys out there don't know, I'm a Reading fan. Right, when, yeah. when it comes to English football, right? Uh, they're they're not a great team. They play generally in the the second division of England. Mm-hmm. But they just won today. They beat Fulham, who I absolutely hate. Uh, screw you, Tim Ream. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> uh, I don't like your club. Guess we're not having Tim on the show, I guess. Were we ever going to have Tim well, on the show? who knows. Um, but we've made the playoff final from the championship, uh, and we're one game away from being in the Premier League again after uh, a four-year absence. It's so been that long? It's been, it's been that long. Four years, wow. Yeah, and it's... it's 
You don't have to tell me how long it's been. <laughs> I, I, I'm know, I know, I know, I know you're an Arsenal fan. Yeah. There's, there's some struggles there, yeah. and uh, you're trying to sort out Champions League, trying to sort out who your coach is going to be next year. Right. It's, it's going to be Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah, but, uh, but, oh, come on. Come on, you no, are. That was, that was I'm, awesome I'm, for me. I, uh, I'm really happy for you. And, uh, uh, man, and, it was a really nail-biting game again yeah, today I'm, against Fulham. Uh, it, was actually, it was actually a terrific uh, match over and two legs um, and you full credit and, uh, to them. You and Philly Soccer Page, editor emeritus uh, uh, at Farnsworth. He's yeah. also a big writing guy. So, yeah, yeah I'm really so, happy for you guys. And, uh, you know, it's tough coming out of that championship. Yeah. I mean, the people, championship is one of the hardest leagues champi- in, the, in the world. Championship, that second division in England is a really good yeah. league. And yeah. It's usually you'll have some big teams down there with yeah. big crowds and I know it would be massive pay. for us to come up this year. I mean, you you have some yeah. big clubs and coming pay, back down next you, year. And you play a ton of games in you that league, play, it's, and it's, it's, it's such a, a tough league. It's such a long grinding season yes, when you're in the championship. It and, is, I, and, and to, I, I know all you guys out there listening to this don't care about any of this, <laughs> but I have a podcast and I'm going to talk about it. So sure. here and, we are, <laughs> and yeah, and a team that could come out of that usually, you know, they're usually. It could be a team to be reckoned with. And yeah, and we've got an American on our team too. You know, you gotta root for Danny Williams. Danny you know, Williams if, you, if you're if you if, you, if yeah. you're looking for a team to root for in the playoff final, if it's if it's Reading versus uh, Sheffield Wednesday yeah. or if it's Reading versus Huddersfield right. Town, so Danny Williams. Let's do our uh, our Houston uh, uh, prediction. We'll get out of here. Hey, I'm gonna pick predict a Union win. Two one Union. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying two one Union. There as well. you go. We're feeling I th- good. I think uh, you know it's it's an upswing. It's uh, I'm I'm excited. It it is, and it's you know. They won the Red Bull game, and okay, that's nice. It was kind of a gutty game, and it was real kind of grindy type of game. But you get that second game in, which was a lot more yeah. stylish, you know, where it was a complete win offensively, defensively. So you feel like you could put something together now. I mean, yeah, like no, and if, I think this is this is the perfect time to put something together too. You know, I think I think two home games in a row. Yeah, you know, I think Houston is a tougher opponent than than Colorado on the weekend. But I think I think these are winnable games, and yeah. I, I think six points goes a long way in salvaging a, a season that really you, got off on the wrong foot. It gives you a lot of cushion and gives yeah. you gives you a real nice. Boost. We're not, not going to get a chance to do this before Saturday. Too. Probably do wanna, not. Do you want to do Saturday too? Yeah, let's do Saturday game. Uh, the Union fifty, Colorado zero. No, um, <laughs> I, I think I think two. I'll go two zip. Uh, I, Oh, man, we're, we're only on the same face today. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say two zip. Yeah, because Colorado's pretty pretty punchless right so now. That, that's that's me and Greg predicting yeah. two union wins over the next so, two wins. So you know what that means, folks. It's going to be uh, 0-2. <laughs> anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank uh, Fafa Pico for being our guest. That's good talk. Yeah, real fun guy. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next week.